You are listening to the Conscious Women podcast for the spiritually minded and conscious driven visionary woman who's ready to elevate her life, business or career. I'm your host, Suki Ko, mindset coach and meditation teacher. My goal in this show is to lead you into your inner world and for you to see the infinite potential within you to be, do and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset and spiritual development. Each week, I'll bring you coaching sessions, strategies, and guided meditations on how to do the inner work to discover your soul's purpose, find alignment with your authentic self, and get a mindset makeover so you can create a life you love. I truly believe that you can achieve anything you put your mind to. I'll be showing you how powerful you really are, how to face your fears, overcome obstacles, and most importantly, how to take action and stop playing small. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello beautiful souls and welcome to another episode of the Conscious Women podcast. Firstly, I want to apologise in case you're hearing any noise in the background or you do through the rest of this episode. We've got some construction work going on on our street and I've tried to find the quietest room in the house, at the back of the house, um, but I can still hear it a little bit in the background and I do apologise if you can as well. So in today's episode, I've got an important question to ask you. Do you have fear of success? Even if you don't think so, stick with me for a minute. Do you ever feel ready to take your life up to the next level and yet you sometimes find yourself behaving in ways that directly conflict with what you say you want? Or maybe there's old ways that you want to change and you may start working towards them, making the changes for a few days or even weeks and then you find yourself back to your old self again. Or maybe you even dream of having the energy and the confidence that comes with taking better care of your body and yet you still eat crap food and never make time to work out. If you suspect a limiting belief may be holding you back, pay close attention because it's our beliefs that drive our behaviours. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how we reprogram our mind and those old beliefs that no longer serve us. So in a moment, I'm going to take you through three questions to ask yourself when you notice yourself getting stuck. There are a number of mindset strategies for beliefs that I use with my clients and these are the three questions that I will start with to elicit old beliefs that are programmed into them. So let's start by talking about the power of the subconscious mind and as you may know or may not know the figures show that as little as three to even five percent of our brain's processing power is used by our conscious mind and the rest which is 95 to 97 percent is our subconscious, our unconscious and our automatic. So let me give you an example here. You don't have to think about how you digest your food and you don't normally think about breathing um, and all our habits are on autopilot. By far the greatest processing powerhouse is our subconscious mind and scientists will tell you that the power of our subconscious is a million times greater than the power of the conscious mind. The important thing to remember here is that the majority of our programming is done when we are children and that's what shapes the adults that we become today. So only 3 to 5% of our behaviours are driven by our conscious thoughts so that means that 95% of our behaviours are driven by our subconscious and our unconscious thoughts and patterning. So by the age of seven, our personality is formed, our model of the world and the way we think and our main belief systems are formed. So what happens is that from zero to seven years old, we're basically like sponges. And this is why children learn so fast and even languages they just they can just pick up a language so much quicker than us as adults trying to learn a language and that's because their brain waves are mostly in what's called a theta state so we have the alpha the day 
sorry, the alpha, the delta, the gamma, the beta and the theta, which is basically like the hypnosis state. And the things that we are taught and told by our parents and our carers and our teachers all get programmed into us and we adopt their belief systems and think them to be true. And then another way that we get programmed is by seeing the things that are happening around us. So we see what our parents are doing and saying and we see what our friends are doing and what our aunts and uncles and brothers and sisters and everyone else around us. So that's another way we get programmed. And this is where we have developed what's called our core beliefs. So I'm going to be diving into core beliefs in just a little while. But the problem is that when we develop these core beliefs, we get to a point in our lives where we get older and we just wonder why we're at ends with ourselves sometimes and why we do and think the way we do sometimes. And that's because we are operating from old programming. So let's stick to the example of success. So you want to go after, say, that promotion or change careers entirely. And then you tell yourself things like, oh, I'm not worthy of that or I'm not good enough or clever enough. Because somewhere in your past, this is what you have been told by somebody else. And then that's a belief that we then believe and adopt as being true. But at some point, hopefully you will realise this, that you're basically carrying around baggage and beliefs that aren't even yours. They've been dropped down by your parents, your teachers or even our partners. You know, it could be beliefs around money where your parents have been extremely scarce about it. They might have had a scarcity mindset, the poverty mindset, and they've taught you the same thing, that you have to work really, really hard to earn your money. Or you may have seen your parents work really hard for their money. I know I did, seeing my dad work long, long days Uh, six days a week and my mum even doing three jobs in one day and hardly seeing them. And you might get older and see the same pattern in yourself, not realising that these are invisible money blocks that we hold on to. And you have this same exact mindset as our parents without even realising. It's like carrying around years of baggage, like say 20 kilogram backpack in your life and you're carrying around other people's baggage, other people's problems And what we need to do is drop it because we're basically living somebody else's life. And a lot of parents don't realise that they've raised their children to live a life that they want to live. And we've seen parents where they want their children to go into sports because they've never been good at sports themselves. Or they want their children to become a doctor because they know that it will make them rich and successful. And most parents live vicariously through their children. But one thing I think everybody wakes up to at some point in their lives is the feeling of living someone else's life. And you start questioning like, why am I doing this? Is this truly the life I want? Is this truly what I want to be doing with myself? Some parents are trying to live their children's lives. They're telling them, you know, go to this school, to this college, go to this university, you should be studying this, you need to get this job. And then they're telling them to get married and who to marry and that you better have kids quickly because you're getting older. So here we are living the lives that our parents want us to live or society wants us to live. And we may even end up in careers that we don't even truly want, but we're doing it for the money. When I was younger, I was insecure and an introvert. I had social anxiety and found it really hard to interact and socialise. I had a crippling fear of public speaking. And that's one role that you do have as a lawyer, representing your clients in court, in front of judges and magistrates. You're standing up in front of them, representing your case. And then all the other court staff that are in the courtroom and people. So if I continue to tell myself that story, that I was an insecure introvert, had social anxiety and I couldn't socialise and interact with other people, I would never have qualified as a lawyer. And I switched those beliefs of feeling insecure and feeling 
like an introvert and having social anxiety and not able to interact around other people and having that crippling fear of public speaking. Who you are right now is nowhere near what you're capable of doing. And if you can't really believe that just yet, please let me be proof of what is possible when you start telling yourself a new story. I would not have qualified as a lawyer. And then later, taking that leap of faith and quit a corporate career that I'd worked so hard for, then to run a business of my dreams if I was still operating from that old programming and had all those old beliefs. You are not limited to who you think you are, period. If you continue to argue for your limitations, you'll get to keep them. And do you want that? You must stop creating from current circumstances if you want to experience infinite possibilities and success in your life. Continuing to cling to whatever you think is limiting you will only make you repeat the same experiences over and over again. It's like running on a hamster wheel. You think you're trapped, but you don't realise that you created that wheel and you can also choose again and again to remain inside it. You can't experience infinite possibilities when you continue to argue for your limitations. What you truly want to do in your life comes down to us figuring out what our core beliefs are. The first thing you need to do is to examine your core beliefs and seeing if they are actually core beliefs that you want to hold on to and if they feel aligned to you. And if they're not, then getting rid of them and then replacing them with new core beliefs is what you need to do. And most people get to a point where they don't even know that their core beliefs were holding them back. They just don't feel right or they just don't feel good. And that's one of the issues that psychologists have found is that 70 to 80% of programmed core beliefs are actually negative. Listen carefully, this is important to talk about and this is important to think about. 70 to 80% of our core beliefs that are programmed into us by our parents, by society, by religion are negative core beliefs. And let me give you some examples of negative core beliefs. Things like, I don't deserve love, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'll never be in great shape, I'm not smart, people can't be trusted, I'll never amount to anything. So there's a bunch of different things that get programmed into us from childhood and 70 to 80% of them are negative. And people go through their lives wondering why I'm so negative, why do I feel this way, Why why do I not feel happy? And we learn this as a child and after we get out of childhood, we kind of keep hold of them. So, you know, like I said, from zero to seven years old, you're basically like a sponge and you're learning and learning. And you say, well, I'm supposed to be doing it like this because this is what my parents taught me. I'm seeing my parents do this. I'm seeing my aunts and uncles do this. I'm hearing them tell me these things. These are older people. I'm supposed to trust them. And you know why we believe it? We believe it because our parents tell us these things. And they tell us, oh, it's because I love you and it's because I want you to be happy. Or even they say, well, I know best. Some of us have grown up in cultures where whatever the adult says is right and you just don't question it. And if you do disobey them or answer them back, then there's something wrong with you and you get punished for it. So what I'm trying to get at here is as we get older, if you're not aware of the programming and you never step out of yourself and say, hey, this is what I truly want to believe, you're going to get the same exact thing over and over and over again. This pattern is just a pattern that's developed and we can learn how to break it. And in order to do that, you've got to get yourself out of the jar. You know, there's a saying that if you're inside the jar, you can't read the label. So what does that mean? It's when you're living every single day, your day-to-day life inside a jar. But eventually you will need to sit down and take yourself out of this jar and look at the jar and look at the label and say, yeah, I'm not living that life anymore. So the first step is the acceptance of the beliefs. The second step is that you know they're not aligning with you and that you want to make a change. So these three questions I'm going to take you through in a moment will help you reprogram your mind. So now that you know how you got your core beliefs, 
and why they exist, now it's time to change those old outdated beliefs by asking yourself these three powerful questions. So question number one is, where did I learn this? So let me give you an example. You might have a lot of anxiety or a lot of stress or fear. It might be over money and you might look at your money story and see if there's a pattern. Did your parents think like that? Were they acting like that the way you are now? So ask yourself, where did I learn this? And just see, maybe you picked it up from your parents. Maybe you picked it up from your aunt or your uncle or your teachers or even your partner. As most of our recent beliefs come from what our partners say and do to us. So that's the first question. Where did I learn this? Because you either learnt it by being taught or you learnt it by actually seeing it or viewing it. So you may have to go back many, many years to see where you first learnt this. Question number two is, what is my truth? What is my truth? Right. So for instance, if you have a mother that's really worried and anxious and she thinks the world's a terrible place and not safe, then you may consciously or unconsciously get programmed to feel that the world is not a safe place. So let me give you a recent example of this. So with COVID, watching all the news and hearing all the stories from people and hearing about how many people have died and just how much it's impacted our lives, I started forming this belief by watching everything going on around me and just listening to all the negativity and just how many people have died. It's been so, so worrying. And every single one of us have had some sort of worry or anxiety over the virus. It could be that the worry of catching it or our loved ones catching it or the money worry about losing our jobs. Now I was stopping my sons from going out and practically keeping them at home like prisoners. Even after some of the restrictions had been lifted, I was just feeling so much fear and anxiety over it and I just had to stop watching the news. I was still going mad at them and telling them not to go out and that the world is not safe and I was just thinking they're going to catch COVID and then, oh, you know, just think the worst thing. But mom, my son said to me, mum, so what, what if I do catch COVID? It doesn't mean that I'm going to die. This is not going to go away. We have to learn to adapt and live with it. And I am taking precautions. It's like the Spanish flu, which the Spanish flu, as we all know, back in 1918, which was a flu pandemic. And so many people died from this flu and um, it lasted from, I think, over two years. And there was like 500 million people who were infected at the time. And that was a third of the world's population. There was four successive waves. And you know what? No one tells us that how many people actually die each year from the seasonal flu which is in the hundreds and thousands. So I had to get that belief out of my head and that if someone did catch it, someone I know or someone that's close to me, it doesn't mean that they're going to die. And instead, I chose to believe that if they do catch it, it doesn't mean death. You know, we are strong, we are healthy, we are lucky to have this national health service that we have around us and we are all taking precautions and being careful not to catch it. So when you do start feeling stressed and you do start feeling anxious about something, I want you to ask yourself, is this my truth? So then what you do after you've asked yourself that question, is this my truth, is you start to reprogram yourself by stopping yourself in the middle of that program and flipping the program and saying, this isn't my truth. I'm going to let it go. I choose not to believe this anymore. Let's say you're looking in the mirror and you may look at yourself and say, and you may have some body issues and say, I'm fat or I'm ugly or you might even say I'm stupid, I'm not confident enough, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm getting at. What I want you to do is to get yourself out of the jar and look at the label and read the label and ask yourself, 
where did I learn this? Well, I learned this because when I was a little kid, I used to be a bit chubby or I was made fun of at school. It might have been from some mean girl or um, the bullies at school. And they may have told you that you were ugly or stupid. And we still run this old programming even now into our adulthood. You might have been told this as an adult by our partner or ex-partners. They're usually our culprits here. They may have said something nasty about the way we look or do something. And, you know, that just has impact on our self-esteem. So the question again is, what is my truth? Now, moving on to question three, what do I choose to believe? Now we need to make a plan. What do I choose to believe? Sticking with the example that someone told you you were fat or ugly or stupid or you were wearing certain clothes and they made you feel a certain way. So this is where you program the new belief that you want to believe. Okay, so now we can start to make a plan of how we're going to get past this and how we're going to reprogram ourselves next time. I notice myself getting stressed and anxious over this belief. I'm going to sit here and then say, hold on, this is not my truth. It's not. I'm just running a program just like a computer and I can reprogram this and reprogram the computer. And this is what I choose to believe now. So I want you to look at it like this. People are throwing their stuff at you and you're just carrying their baggage around and you need to let it go. Okay, so number one, that's where did I learn it? Number two, what is my truth? And number three, what do I choose to believe? So next time you catch yourself in those little patterns over and over and over again, you stop yourself right in the middle of them and then you flip the switch and say, what do I choose to believe? What is my truth? And what do I choose to believe? And you say to yourself, I choose to believe this. So this is how you reprogram yourself. And you reprogram yourself by doing it over and over and over again. You've learned your programming through repetition for years and years. So it might be 10 years or 15, 20, 30, even 40 years of repetition. Well, it's going to take some time to get unprogrammed from this repetition and it's not going to change overnight but now you have the awareness and the plan to get yourself out of whatever it is so now you can start working on it and it could be around your body it could be around money around your relationships or your career it can be any self-sabotaging behaviors anything negative we say to ourselves so the important thing is that we use these three questions and remember them So I'm just going to summarise the three questions again. So number one is, where did I learn this? Number two, what is my truth? And number three, what do I choose to believe? Then you make yourself aware. Firstly, what's going on? Secondly, find the pattern. Thirdly, change the pattern. And lastly, make a plan to continue to work past that pattern. So that's what I have for you today. So this is just a start of how you can start reprogramming your mind by doing some self-coaching. I go much deeper with my clients and there are some other strategies which I use, but this is a great one to start with. And if you love this episode, please share it with someone that you know, or someone that you know it will help. And before you go, please rate and review this show on my podcast homepage. If you scroll down to the bottom of the page, underneath where all the episodes are listed, you can leave a rating and a review. I would love to hear from you. And also you can hang out with uh, other like-minded, high-vibe women in our community of soul sisters in my The Conscious Women Sisterhood private Facebook group. There I deliver even more value, run free trainings, coaching and guided meditation and lots of other free resources to help you elevate your journey to becoming a conscious woman. 
The link for the Facebook group is in the show details. And that's all for today, my lovely. See you next time. Bye.